Happy freaking Monday, you guys. It's Olivia, and this is Be Your Own Boss. Happy Monday. Um, I'm just super excited for this week. It is one week since I have started the 75 hard, and I'm already learning a lot about my body and stuff that I'm just like, okay, this is nuts. I didn't know that all of this could affect my body like it is right now, but yeah, so I'm on like my first week and I have <laughs> multiple weeks to go, but it's honestly not that hard. It's really not. Um, the only thing like for me is obviously like the biggest thing of this whole deal was pretty much cutting out sweets. I'm not a pop person. I don't really drink a lot of things other than like water or flavored water or coffee, a lot of coffee, but um, I just am a huge like ice cream and like cookies and candy. I just love sweets so even though I was working out and stuff I still would like treat myself quite often um with stuff like that but yeah so I don't know just cutting out the sweets is like the hardest part and I'm also doing um macros and counting my macros so especially like my carbs and my uh Sorry, it's like 10 o'clock right now, but I just really was feeling recording this. But um, uh, I'm counting my macros, so I'm doing like carbs and fats and uh, sugars and all of that stuff. But uh, it's going pretty well. And I actually like hit like my goal for my calorie deficit just recently. So I'm excited for that. And kind of what I did, because I get a lot of questions, so just so you, if you want to know, um, what I kind of did was before I started the 75 hard, I took a week to pretty much just like slowly decrease my intake. And I wasn't really like eating a crap ton before anyway, because I've been using my fitness pal to track just literally like my daily intake anyway like not even that I was on a diet but just like things that I was already eating I guess um so I just kind of started to back down on my calories and really watch my macros especially my carbs because carbs are kind of what kill it sometimes and if you hear munching in the background that's paisley um she decided that she's very hungry right now <laughs> and so she is just like chowing down on her food but yeah, so I apologize for that. But yeah, so I'm like counting my macros and I'm obviously hitting the gym, but I kind of did go through a little slippery slope and I was really cutting carbs like heavy and my energy was so down. Like I literally had bags in my eyes and I'm not that person. Like I never had bags under my eyes. It just was bad. Like I was like, okay, I need to um, eat something. <laughs> but yeah, so... Definitely already learned that lesson, but that's a good lesson to learn early, I guess, rather than late. So, yeah, um, I really am liking the challenge. I think it's kind of, like, rewarding. My boyfriend is such a, like, candy. He has, like, a stockpile of candy and cookies and all this stuff. And we were like, in Walmart the other night, and, oh, of course, like, all the Shamrock stuff is out. And he loves Walmart sugar cookies, like, the ones that... Oh my gosh, guys, I'm so sorry. But the ones that are in like the clear like box in their bakery, you know, like they actually make them or actually make them, whatever. But anyway, he loves those. So we we're there and he's like, oh no, I'm not going to get them because he wants to like support me, which is so sweet. But today I went with my friend to Walmart and I got them for him and just like 
knowing that like I can't have it one and two just like being able to be like you know what I don't need that is kind of rewarding so uh yeah but I definitely I definitely did see a um tub of (laughs) cookie dough icing and I looked at Brandon and I said that is the first thing I'm eating (laughs) once I get done with this 75 hard but anyway yeah so it's going pretty good but um this week I had some cool questions um from you guys that had a lot to do with like how to start out and things that I wish I knew before I started my business. So I'm going to kind of touch base on those. But yeah, so let's get into it. Hey y'all, welcome to Be Your Own Boss. I'm Olivia Honig, the owner of Desert Down Ranchware, and I am so glad that you're here. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at BYOB underscore talk for weekly updates, motivation, and some challenges. And let's get into this episode. Okay, so how it all started. Oh gosh. Um, You guys know pretty much that like this started all in my parents' basement. We all kind of know that backstory. If you don't, um, my business started in my parents' basement. I was in the midst of cosmetology school and um, the pandemic hit and basically we all got sent home and I was bored. I already was making like cowhide leather earrings and selling them on Etsy, uh, but this was definitely a step up from Etsy. Um, Yeah, it was kind of crazy. But, like, from Etsy sales and stuff, I pretty much was, like, taking all the orders to the post office and man, man, manually, gosh, why can't I think of that, manually, manually putting um, the addresses on the orders and, like, sending them out and sending people their tracking and blah, 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 blah. So, it was very, like, step-by-step, like, had to do all the things, whatever. When I started my store... Um, First off, I guess the biggest thing is one of the things I wish I would have done like super early in this whole process is one, getting a separate bank account for my store and for the business itself, whatever. And then two, getting an accountant. Um, My first year was a big learning year with taxes, but let me tell y'all, get an accountant that knows what they're doing like I mean like knows what they're doing um, when it comes to business taxes especially with online sales not there I come to find out there are not a lot of accountants that want to deal with um, e-commerce so if you are fully online uh, you got to find the right person let's just say that because if you get with the wrong person they're not going to know what the heck they're doing and they're going to cost you a lot of money in the end so be sure to find someone that knows a lot about e-commerce or that will take like the time to figure it out about e-commerce. Um, my, luckily a family member of mine is my tax accountant and it's great and I love it and they know what they're doing 110%. But I was looking for accountants around the area that I moved to and nobody even wanted to take me on as a new client because e-commerce is so like gray. Like it's so just like nobody knows what, to do and like there's stuff in the Supreme Court that still isn't ruled or it's ruled one way in one state and one way in the other state and it's just like craziness so um, definitely finding somebody who knows what they're doing for your accounting things 
is like a huge bonus. It's something that I wish I would have done day one because they could have helped me set up my tax um, numbers and like all of that stuff. And they definitely could have helped me sort out like what to write off for every little thing that I, I put into the business before it even started. Um, but yeah, so accountants, yes, you're gonna spend a few hundred dollars on an accountant, but let me tell you, they will save you literally thousands upon ten thousands upon hundred thousands of dollars by the time you die. Like, I'm just saying, not to say it like that, but they will save you so much gosh dang money. It is insane. So find a good accountant. That's like the very first thing that I wish I would have known going into my business. Um, obviously I knew I was going to have to have an accountant to do taxes at the end of the year, but I wish that they were there like the entire time kind of helping me guide like myself through my business and like building my business and what to take into consideration when it comes to that. Because tax time, if your business is doing well, you're going to be hurting at tax time. Let me just tell you that. Um, yeah, so it's good to do well. Don't get me wrong, but tax wise, there's some things you need to do there to save your butt and help you um, not not uh, go bankrupt when the taxes come. So definitely find yourself a good accountant and find someone who knows what they're doing when it comes to like e-commerce. If you're going online, um, if you're only brick and mortar, that is super simple. Swipe the floor easy. Um, but anything online is going to be very very like wishy-washy and you just want to make sure that you get it done right so that you don't have to like pay something later or they come after you you know whatever um, but getting an accountant definitely number one thing that I wish I would have done from the very beginning um, like I said they're just gonna save you a lot of time and money it's gonna be very helpful and they'll help you like guide your way through your business um, I know mine has and it's great I love it and it's definitely worth a couple hundred dollars um, a month or a year or whatever right now it's like a month for us but <laughs> that's only because we are at the scale that we're at but anyway so that goes hand in hand with having a separate bank account uh, everyone always asks me what do you use to like separate your taxes what do you use to like write things off the best um, and most easy thing I've ever like laid my eyes on is QuickBooks Intuit online. Um, I use their mobile app and it tracks every single thing. So like I just attach my business bank account, it pulls in all my transactions. I can sort it out right there in the app. Like it literally takes me five minutes every Sunday to do that. And then, um, it like tracks your miles. So every time you get in your car, it's tracking your miles. You can swipe left for business or swipe right for personal um, but yeah so you can literally just do it all on there you can add credit cards on there you can add debit cards on there you can add different things um, you can manually add stuff in there as well I do literally everything off QuickBooks I do all of my um, tax information and then I do all my payroll and all of that stuff on there um, all my timesheets it's a great app if you have employees um, they use timesheets and they can clock in and clock out on their app and you have a locator so you know if they're at work or not. It's pretty good. I love it. Um, so yeah, they just have all the things. So QuickBooks is my go-to, but definitely having a separate bank account from your personal. As soon as you even consider starting this, put $10 in there or $100 or whatever, but having a separate account 
is going to help you so much with like knowing what was for your business, what purchases were for your business, what investments were for your business, and you're not going to be confused and like you, it's going to be so easy to look back and be like, oh yeah, I spent $2,000 on my business this year or I spent $200 at the grocery store on my business because we bought supplies for the store or whatever, you know what I mean, but it's just a lot easier to con like configurate what is your business expenses and what's your personal and that's something I wish I would have done from the very beginning and not waited until like I was like bringing in some money. I wish I would have had the separate account right off of the bat just to make it easier for tax purposes um, but that's just something that I've learned especially as I'm growing that it's so much easier just to have separate accounts um, but yeah. So that's like my second thing. Um, so first is accountant. Second, definitely having a separate bank account. And that kind of ties together. Um, the other thing that I like really wish I would have thought about is having, it kind of goes with the look of things, I guess, as far as like, let's, we're getting more into like the design of like your business. Um, but having a clean website. I always thought it was like, the best thing to have a million things on your homepage and a million things to click on and whatever, like have all these avenues or have all this content on the website. And let me tell y'all, the content is for the social media. The website needs to be user-friendly, super clean, super simple, just point blank period, black and white, like super easy so that anyone can use it. You can have your young girls using it. You can have your older clients using it. Um, I don't know why I said girls weird, but like I was thinking about boutique, but young people and older people using it. Um, but you just want to make it super simple to navigate and like very, um, what do I want to say? Very like straightforward, I guess. I don't know. You don't want people to get confused on your website. You don't want people to like, be overwhelmed either. I know it's fun to like put content on there and stuff, but honestly, your content on your Instagram is what's getting the attention of them. Once they get to your website, that's the purchasing point. So that's something to really think about because at first I definitely like overcrowded my website. It was like a mess. I had like collections and featured product and this and this and this and here's a little tidbit about me and all this homepage stuff. And then I like never focused on the actual like product pages and it was a mess. But now we got it all cleaned up. But I would definitely stick with like a simpler, easier to read website and keep the content on your Instagram and all of that. Or make different, um, if you guys are using Shopify, I don't know about other websites, but Shopify, you can make blog posts and stuff like that. So I have like a blog post for my um, Desert Down staff. I have it for Desert Down reps. And that's kind of some content, I guess, that's on our page. But as far as like a bunch of like posts and like pictures and just like collection here, collection there, product here, product there, like sign up for email, sign up for this. It's just, here's the new stuff. Here's the um, <laughs> quick clicks to get to the collections. And that's pretty much it. So um, I say keep it simple and uh, roll with that just because it's going to be so much easier for your customers to be figuring out your website. 
So that's the other thing that I wish I would have learned or knew, I guess, from the very beginning of like this whole business. Um, try to think of like some things that I really wish I would have known. I don't know. This whole thing has been like a super big learning process for me too. So it's kind of hard because I really do not compare myself to like other people and like what they're doing or anything like that. So when I'm thinking about stuff I wish I knew, like stuff I wish I knew now, I'm kind of still just learning all the time. Um, And like it's different because stuff that I know now wouldn't really necessarily hurt me or help me, sorry, help me, um, when I was just starting out, just because the quantities are different, and um, the packaging is different, and the amount of help I have is different, but I guess, oh gosh, (laughs) Um, hmm, I don't know, but I can tell you what I learned today, (laughs) Um, I'm also, like, I listen to a lot of other podcasts and stuff, And I kind of just had those main three things that were things that I really, really wish I would have known at the beginning of my process. But I listened to a lot of other podcasts about business and about motivation and about um, literally everything. I don't know. I listen to crime podcasts too. But um, I heard something today that kind of like hit me a little bit. Uh, It was talking about inventory buying and like how much to buy and stuff. And I've always kind of just rotated through my inventory, but I know that there are like key things that people wish would stick around for a long time. And I guess for me, the only thing is like once something sits on the shelf for like a week or two, I'm just like, okay, it sat there. Yeah, it sold out, but it sat there for a while and it kind of scares me to buy more. But um, we just had these peekaboo tank tops. Everyone's going nuts about them. I personally have one in every color, but um, everyone loves them, and I love them. The quality's great, and we keep selling out and keep selling out. Like, I never thought that we would sell. We've sold over 200 of each color that we have, and I never really thought that we would sell that much, and I just ordered 100 more of each color, and it, like, scared me to keep ordering more, and I wish I would have ordered more because it could have sold out again in higher quantities, but it scared me to order too much and, like, be stuck with it, but I heard this today, um, and it kind of just, like, hit me a little bit, talking about how if you have a niche and if you have a product that's doing very well, why wouldn't you just keep buying that product and be known for that product? And then once that kind of fizzles out, do it again. And so I kind of took that to heart because I rotate through my product a lot and I like to have new stuff. And she said, um, like, you might think that you can't buy it again and that it's already been there, done that, but it really hasn't because not everybody has it yet. And it really just kind of hit me because I always think like, okay, I got to get the next thing. I got to get the new thing. I've got to get what's coming next. Like, um, I've always got to be upping my game. And in reality, I should really be upping my sales game and buying more of the stuff that did well instead of sitting here like, okay, what new stuff can I bring in? So I actually am going to take that advice and I'm going to do that because I know we have a lot of things that 
people want back and I've kind of started to do that with some pants and stuff but I'm gonna really go back and take a look at like what are people asking for what do people want what do people um, want to see again and all of that stuff so definitely definitely something I learned today about business and about myself and about what like my business is doing and what I want for my business um, that just goes to show you that you can always learn new things. Uh, but yeah, so I learned that today and it was kind of refreshing to hear it, I guess. And I'm excited to like take that advice and see how well it does for us. So yeah, I don't know. But oh, I'm just sitting here looking at my calendar, guys, and March is literally insane. I have a lot of cool things coming up and I can't even talk about them yet because they're not like set in stone things but I hope that you guys are excited when I do get to tell you but I'm extremely excited but March is just really really busy it's crazy I've got a lot of things going on we have like a private event happening um, I'm going to see Cody Johnson uh, on the 18th in Iowa City so if any of y'all are there hit me up um <laughs> And then I've got like a wedding and then next week or next month I have a wedding and then I have a bridal shower and then the next month I have a bachelor party and another wedding and it's just like crazy, crazy, crazy. But yeah, so we've been planning a lot of stuff lately and I have um, been really working on planning because when, when I was doing everything on my own and I didn't have like the girls at the store, I'd have Michaela who's our store manager now, like... I just was an airhead. I didn't know what week it was. I didn't know what day it was. I was just like rolling with the punches and just trying my best to stay on top of my shit. But yeah, so now I'm really trying to actually plan stuff. Uh, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go for me. I just suck at planning people can tell me something five six seven times and I literally just blank out like I just I'm like okay um what <laughs> and I have to ask them again like 700 times but I have a few questions here I guess that I will go over um actually this kind of goes hand in hand with like what I was talking about with um your accountant and tax information and stuff like that so um at river ranch co asked um the not so glamorous part of starting a business why an enterprise or llc and some tax information so the tax information i kind of went over with you you really need to get an accountant for that it's it's really just important to have someone who's knowledgeable on your team and um It'll help you save money in the long run. They also will tell you whether you should be an LLC or an enterprise or a sole proprietor or what have you. At first, I was a sole proprietor, sole proprietor, sorry, but we went into an LLC just because, guys, I'm so sorry I'm yawning. It's literally like 10 o'clock at night and I'm just exhausted. But um, we just recently went into an LLC and due to basically the growth of the business and adding employees. So the sole proprietor will work for you if you are just um, running your business as one solo person. This is not 
legal tax information. I'm not a tax person, but this is just what I know. Um, but as far as I'm aware, you can be a sole proprietor as long as you do not have any employees. And then once you get employees, you need to look into becoming an S-Corp or LLC or what have you to like get the, the right legality stuff back there. Like I said, not a legal person, whatever, not tax, um, tax person. So yeah, that's just what I know. Um, and then pretty much the not so glamorous start about partying out, starting out, you guys, like what the heck did I just say? (laughs) The not so glamorous part of starting out. I mean, we all know it's the money. It does suck. Um, the money sucks having sales be so iffy it's just like one sale here two sales here you might get this sold out you might be stuck with something for a long time it's really just like basically the peanut gallery testing what works and what doesn't work with your customers with your audience Um, it's just going to be like that for a little bit until you get the rhythm until you start like having the urgency and still like people who know who you are and they can buy from you and you have a few people with like the buying experience from your store under your belt because people want to see like other people buy before they buy if that makes sense like we're always looking for reviews on stuff so definitely like just working through that first like month of it's kind of a discouraging time is what I'm going to call it discouraging time working through that and getting that finished and just like figuring out like your niche and your people and whatever you're wanting out of your business that's like the hardest part um also the not so glamorous part is staying up for freaking ever to get stuff done um i am one of those people that prompt shipping is like one of my number one things people know that we ship next day or within two days of the order i've always been on top of my crap like that. Like I've never wanted to be behind. I'm always like, if I'm on time, that is being behind. So um, definitely something that I worked really hard on even when I was a solo, um, I guess, employee, whatever. Even though I was a solo person, I would literally stay up every single night until like 2 a.m. to work my ass off and get those orders ready to go ship out so I could take the orders and drop them off on my lunch break from cosmetology school and then go back to cosmetology school get off cosmetology school go home fill orders take pictures of new stuff get those pictures edited input the stuff i would be inputting literally i'd be inputting inventory on my way to school like i was it was dumb it was whatever but um that was just something that i really wanted out of my business i wanted people to know that we were super fast shipping we were going to be like amazon and that is what i wanted because I know that I want that out of like other people. So that was something that was very not glamorous for me because I would work, when I say 2 a.m., I'm not kidding. I would work until like 2 a.m. and then I would get up at freaking six o'clock. So I had four hours of sleep, maybe, and get up at six o'clock and go to hair school. Um, So that sucked, but like I've said in the past episodes, dedication really does pay off. Like it really does. Like. If people can tell you're dedicated to your business, and they can tell, if people can tell that you're dedicated to your business, they they are going to appreciate that. And you are going to appreciate that in the long run, but they are really going to appreciate that. They're going to see that, and they're going to have like a lot of respect for you. So that's just something that 
I worked really hard to do with the shipping and everything like that. Um, and we still, to this day, I don't know how we do it. God bless Ashley, who is literally killing it on the shipping department, but and my girls who prep the orders. But um, they get orders out literally the next day or when we have... I mean, when we have 200 orders, it's like almost impossible for one person to ship out that much stuff. But um, yeah, we, we just really try to keep that reputation of sticking with the shipping time being super minimal. And that's kind of not so glamorous. It's stressful. It is a pain in the butt. Sometimes we get stuff mixed up, but that's just something we have to deal with. And that's something that I worked all night long every single day for a year to do and keep up with. Um, Another not so glamorous thing about starting out is you're going to be just doing trial and errors with a lot of stuff like shipping and what packaging you want um, and like marketing materials for sure. Uh, I don't know, postcards for us, like those postcards we stick in each package. Those were, we changed those up a lot just for fun, but um, yeah, I guess just like actual hard work, which I know a lot of people like this sounds bad, but like a lot of people in the world today just don't want to work and they're lazy and they don't even know what hard work is. And for me, it's just really hard to sit there and watch that because I've literally ate, slept and breathed my business for the past two years almost. And it's just, I don't know, it just takes a lot of work. And that's something you have to know going into something. It doesn't just happen overnight. Nobody's shipping the orders for you. No one's uploading the inventory for you. Nobody's buying the inventory for you. Nobody's putting the shipping labels in. Nobody's filling the ink in the printer. Like you are doing every single thing. And you are going to have to do every single thing until you can afford to hire someone else to do it. So, yeah. (laughs) You are literally wearing a hundred hats, but... Yeah, so that's like something that just is not fun. I mean, you get burnt out and it just turns into not so much fun. But that's all up to you, how much you want to grow, how fast you're going to grow, and all of that. So I guess that's my answer to my question, (laughs) or the answer to the question. But yeah, so I hope that covers what you were looking to get out of that. Um, and that question was from at River Ranch Co. So, yeah, um, I'm going to leave the episode with that. Um, I hope you guys are having an amazing week and get up today, feel confident, feel good in yourself, do something for yourself and do something to make one other person happy today. Just make someone smile. Just, yeah, it's one of my favorite things to do is to make other people smile. So, Turn on your happy face and go. Happy Monday. Bye. Again, thank you all so much for listening to BYOB. I cannot wait to watch you be your own boss. Be sure to leave a review so that others can find us organically and have a blessed and amazing day.